very apparent in that uh, second reading from James that there's some issues going on in that early Christian community. And it's one of the, uh, the, the seven deadly sins that there, uh, there's, it's especially problematic since the deadly sin of envy or, or jealousy. And there's a first cousin of, the, of, of that deadly sin, uh, selfish ambition that the author is uh, noting there. And he says this, uh, where, where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. So there's divisions in that community and it's coming about, uh, some of it, because of, of, of this, uh, this, this deadly sin. And it, you know, it's something that uh, we, when we're talking about the disciples, any struggles, any graces, virtues, it's really the, the human experience and all are, in need of, uh, all are in need of conversion. And Jesus is gonna point to his own apostles as ones who need a lot of work in, in this particular area. And I'd like to just enter into this with a, uh, with a little story. There were these uh, four very proud mothers who each had a son in the ministry. Well, one day they got together for, for breakfast and uh, one said, you know, when my son walks in the room, everyone stands and says, good morning, father. The second one said, well, that's nothing. When my son walks into the room, everyone bows and says, good morning, Monsignor. The third one, not to be outdone, said, well, my son walks in the room, everyone kneels and says, good morning, Bishop. Well, the fourth mother, her son was a, uh, in a small rural parish. He stood six foot eight and he weighed 385 pounds. And she said, boasting, when my son walks in the room, everyone looks up and goes, oh my God. <laughs> Now we know that Jesus was not into titles or, or all the ranking stuff that, that human, human beings can, can get into. In fact, Jesus seemed to warn his disciples about that because selfish ambition is, is never, never far away in light of the, you know, the fall of human nature. And Jesus would, would oftentimes be lifting up the virtue of humility and, and humble service. And so in today's gospel, you know, they're on the road and they're on the road to Capernaum. And it was typical for a, for a rabbi, for a teacher, to walk ahead of his disciples. And that's what Jesus was doing. He was walking ahead of them, but he was in earshot of them, and he could, he could, he could pick up, they, they were doing some bickering. And they get, to their, they get to their destination in Capernaum, and then Jesus asks a very, very pointed question. He says, what were you arguing about along the way? and they grew quiet. You probably could hear, a, you'd probably hear like a, a pin drop and their heads bowed in shame because what, what were they arguing about? Who's the greatest among them? So Jesus had just got done, you remember last weekend's gospel? Jesus was talking about what's on his horizon and there's gonna be sacrifice entailed, the cross, suffering, the resurrection. He continues with that at the beginning of today's gospel and uh, a self-sacrificing love that he's going to be called to and he's going to be calling them to to take their own up their own cross but they don't hear it very well and they're too much into their their own stuff very self-absorbed and uh, so much so that if there was and walking along that road to Capernaum if they would have encountered someone on the side of the road in dire need they probably would have walked right on by they were just too who, who's the greatest who's the most important who's the most popular who's closest to Jesus, 
You know, they're into a lot of, a lot of ego stuff. And so what Jesus has to do, he's got he's to bring them together and he's going to do some teaching. And Jesus is a, a master teacher. We know that from the Gospels. And would oftentimes use images from nature or even relationships. And it, there's a little child there, but before I get to that one, you know, when we're talking about, uh, about envy or jealousy, what exactly is that? You know, that, that's, when we, that's when we resent another person for, for having what we don't have or being what we're, we're not. St. Thomas Aquinas described uh, envy this way, very succinct. He said, it's an irrational anger at the success of others. Isn't that interesting? An irrational anger at the success of others. And uh, that's a, it's, it's kind of like, a, like a, a virus that can impact us, this, the, the deadly sins. And envy or jealousy can certainly weave its way into our lives and really cause a lot of di di division and disorder. I heard a person one time, a speaker one time, talk about the curse of comparison. You know, we're always comparing ourselves to others. You know, if only I had that person's house or their car or got into that school or got, if I, if I got those grades, if only I was a great athlete like that other person, you know, if only I had that person's hair, you know, we, all, the, all the kinds of different things we can compare ourselves. Don't we do that all the time? And uh, before you know it, we can, we can find ourselves, think about it. There's always going to be someone who's more athletic, more intelligent, have a better job, deeper faith. And how did, what's the remedies that Jesus lifts up to combat this particular deadly in today's gospel, he picks up a little child. That's interesting, isn't it? There's a little child there. He picks the little child up, and what does Jesus say? If anyone wishes to be the first, he shall be the last of all and the servant of all. He then picked up a little child and held the child in his arms and said, whoever receives a child such as this in my name receives me. Jesus connects himself with this, this vulnerable child, Little children like that are you know, very much in need, vulnerable. And I think it's interesting that uh, I think there's a, a, a significant connection here to the last judgment scene in the Gospel of Matthew, where Jesus said, when I was hungry, you gave me to eat, thirsty, and you gave me to drink, naked, and you clothed me, sick, and you comforted me. And as long as you do it for one of the least of your brothers or sisters, you do it for me. You know, in Jesus' time, a child like that, they were right on the bottom in terms of like social ranking. But Jesus identifies himself with the vulnerable, those in need. And you know, I, I think for us, the challenge of this particular gospel is, is Jesus would oftentimes call his, his apostles to humble service of, of sharing what they've been given. That's why I think it's always good if we have some kind of service, some kind of charity type things we got going on in our lives. Or, but even day to day, we, you know, we can encounter a person who's grieving a loss. Maybe it's an, an elderly neighbor who, need, who needs a visit. You know, someone we know who's really struggling with something. And, we, and I think the Lord calls us to have that spirit of service, that humble spirit to, to reach out and to see Christ in others, especially those who are most in need. Because that's what, I think that's Jesus' challenge here. And I think there's another remedy that, that the Lord offers to us. And that's to cultivate a spirit of gratitude in our lives. You know, if we are always focused, if we're centered on what we don't have, what others have, 
or who we're not and who another person is, you know, that comparison thing and envy and all that. If we're centered in that, that's going to be, that's going to create kind of a toxic type of a, a spirit in us. But if we're more centered on the blessings of the Lord, his good gifts to us in varying degrees, we're going to have a, we're going to, we're going to have a much more grateful spirit about us. And who do you prefer to be around? Someone who's grateful or for someone who's just kind of like a toxic negativity. It's, it's kind of a no-brainer. And we all have a lot of blessings, don't we? But we can so, we look around and someone, we think someone's got more. But to stay centered in that and in our faith, because God is the giver of all gifts. And really, uh, one of the hallmark signs of a healthy spirituality is gratitude. Because God is the giver of all gifts. And it's interesting, when we gather at the altar, the word Eucharist means thanksgiving. We gather to give thanks and praise to God. And that's a healthy place to be. So as we come together today, we uh, hear Jesus' challenge to his own uh, disciples who are very focused on who's the greatest, who's the most popular, who's the closest to Jesus, you know, all, all that stuff. And he says, he huddles them up and says, that's not the place to be. And he takes that little child and he's going to teach. So let us ask the Lord for that spirit of humility, that spirit of humble service as we go forth into our week. And there will certainly be opportunities to be Christ to others.